Welcome to our Mindfulness Podcast. Each week we will have a different podcast, different speakers, different chants, different Dharma talks. But mindfulness practice in Buddhism helps us focus and helps us be aware. And this program will consist of many different ways of meditating. We usually begin with bowing or gasho, then we prepare to sit, and we will sit for approximately 10 minutes. And then we will either stand and walk for another five minutes to kind of get blood into our legs again and and, uh, relax our muscles. And then we'll sit for another 10 approximately. And then we will chant, which is another form of meditation. Uh, We focus on the characters and we pronounce the sounds as a group. And it's a kind of a ritual of oneness. And then after that, we'll have a short Dharma talk of about five to 10 minutes. And then we'll close with Gasho. And this also includes offering incense. We offer incense, but you could also light the incense before the service starts. And this is kind of the program uh, of how our meditation services proceed. And so we will be getting underway today uh, with our program. Thank you very much. The Golden Chain I am a link in Amita's golden chain of love that stretches around the world. I will keep my link bright and strong. May I be kind and gentle to every living thing and protect all who are weaker than myself. May I think pure and beautiful thoughts, say pure and beautiful words, and do pure and beautiful deeds. May every link in Amida's golden chain of love be bright and strong, and may we all attain perfect peace. We will now chant the Junidai, The chanting text is on page 49 in our Shin Buddhist service book. Junirai means 12 verses of reverence. The text originated in India some 18 centuries ago, and after that it was translated into Chinese. The Chinese is actually what we are chanting. It talks about the spiritual qualities of Amida Buddha and the Pure Land using very poetic language. There's a repeating line, it goes, Koga Chorai Mida Son, meaning, Thus I bow my head to the ground before Amida the Noble One. The meaning is quite similar to Namo Amidabutsu, which we use as a way of expressing our spiritual life. So let's now chant the Junirai. Teshu tenin shoku gyo Amida sen ryozoku son Zai ibi meu wan rako Muryo bushi shui meu Oh, no. 
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 Hello, this is Reverend John Turner. I would like to share some thoughts I've been having lately that might help us all deal with the pandemic a little bit better. It is called decluttering both our homes and ourselves. All over the internet, there is advice about how to cope with life during a pandemic. It is, of course, constructive and well-intended. But there has also been some heated pushback as well. For example, one woman suggested a Marie Kondo approach. Decluttering your house of unwanted items might also help declutter your life of unwanted emotions. If you can successfully create order within your home, then perhaps you might even be able to feel that same control within your own life. In response to this suggestion, though, another woman replied that she did not need a to-do list, but rather time to grieve and deal with the enormity of our new normal. Often in Buddhism, two things can be true at the same time. The advice was sound, but perhaps not for everyone. This is because we are all unique, as are our experiences. Cleaning for some might be a valuable distraction from a vague sense of unease, but for others, it is a denial of our true feelings and pain. The conflict between these two posts is a matter of timing. Each person is in a different stage as they try to deal with their lack of control. Where Buddhism is concerned, I often say the answer to all questions is both or and. It is likely that decluttering also requires self-reflection, and grief is made more palatable when we engage in activities. We do not want to obsessively clean or wallow in our grief, but activities should be married so that we do not get stuck. This is the middle way. There's also a secret to Marie Kondo that most in America are not aware of. In the East, we change who we are by the activities we practice. In the West, we change who we are by figuring things out. Both approaches are effective under normal circumstances, but these are not normal circumstances. This is a worldwide pandemic, the first since the 1918 flu. I am not confident we can think our way out of this one. The circumstances are so overwhelming. I don't know where we are on the timeline, and I'm not sure there even is a timeline. The events on the ground are changing faster than I can process them. It is beyond my ability to comprehend cause and effect, but I am still able to participate in the world. I can breathe, I can love, I can clean, and I can connect with others. I can carefully choose the words I use and listen to others. 
I can also change the context of my life and find new meaning. For example, you can practice physical distancing rather than social distancing. It is just a change of terms, but words really matter. What we name things changes how we think and feel about them. It is this deep connection to others that I think can sustain us. We are social creatures and need contact. It may no longer be physical, but it can still be deeply emotional. We can make phone calls, we can text, we can FaceTime, and we can send emails. Perhaps we can also begin to send letters via snail mail. It is interesting to think that we used to communicate via letters in envelopes. It was a time where we were much more isolated from one another. We only had landlines and eight TV channels, and yet somehow we were very happy, even in black and white. Just as our grandparents and great-grandparents were during World War I, the Great Depression, and World War II. This is our defining moment in history, when we can help one another and care for one another. We also benefit. It is a paradox, but now is the time to reach out and connect to others. We are well aware now that we are all in this together. Each person is involved. Denial is no longer an option. So please breathe, listen, and send those cards and letters. In this way, by focusing on what is most important, we can all declutter negative emotions from both our home and ourselves. Thank you very much. Please join me in Gasho. Namo Amidabuts. Namo Amidabuts. Namo Amidabuts. Please stay safe and healthy. Selected Sayings. Number eight. All existing things are impermanent and without abiding self. They are like the moon reflected in water, like lightning, like shadows, like dew. The Dharma cannot be expressed by words, the Buddha proclaimed. Thus I bow in reverence to the Noble One, Amida. From the Junidai. Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts. For access to all the monthly minister messages, please visit the Orange County Buddhist Church website at ocbuddhist.org. And at the bottom of the homepage, you will see all the minister's messages sorted by date for you to read and think about and comment on. I hope to see you there. Happy reading. This concludes our podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and gained something from this segment. Please join us again. And thank you. Today's program was presented by Reverend John Turner, Reverend Ellen Crane, and Minister's Assistant James Pollard. Executive Producers, Reverend John Turner and Jim Scott. Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. Directed and engineered by Reverend John Turner. Edited by Jim Scott. This program includes excerpts from Time Stood Still by Riley Lee, used with permission. This program is copyright 2020, Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. 
all rights reserved. For more information about this or other podcasts, groups, and activities, BCE classes, or temple services, visit us on the web at ocbuddhist.org.